from last week's, from the Kali Sasarama. We were, unfortunately, I didn't print last week's mantras, but I can probably remember roughly what they were. But there, uh, what verse it was on verse, I don't know. I have the notes from last week, but not last week's notes. Verse 17. Uh, and there was a whole bunch of names that were based on the word punya. Actually, the first name is she is punya. Actually, it's first Smashanavasani, she who lives in the Smashan. And we talked a little bit about that. We keep bringing that up again and again. So many different aspects of the Smashan Vasani. And then this name Punya, and then Punya Da, and I even have them here, I think. Punya Da, Punya Laya, like this. Punya Shloka, like this. So Punya, we discussed, was the opposite. We don't have an exact uh, conceptual, identical uh, conceptual meaning in Western religion, but it means merit, it's, and it's the opposite of Papa, which is sin. So we don't have an opposite of sin, I guess. The opposite of sin is not sinning, not doing something positive, not, uh, like a, in, in the normal, normal thing. So it, and, and, and Punya is like, like, we always think, oh, we're a sinner. That means we've uh, sinner is somebody who's done sins, and a punyaer <laughs> is somebody who does who's done. So all of us have done good, and we've all done bad, and we've had good and bad results uh, based upon what we've done. That's punya and papa, and we read this from some from last week in some Vivekananda from the from the Praktivedanta lecture one, uh, uh, where he's saying that 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 the problem is that we and common in in, in has can be seen as a problem in, in some form of Christian tradition, Western tradition, is that we, our self-identity is what we've, and what we've done wrong. We're sinners. And sometimes it's not even what we've done wrong, it's even who we are, even if we've done nothing wrong, because we have original sin. You know, and this t- tendency in, 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 in some forms of the Christian religion. Uh, and so Swamiji would always preach against that. He says, in that first talk he gave at the parliament, he says, Amrita Putra, you are children of Omar. Children of immortality, children of immortal bliss. Um, there's a sin to call a man a sinner. He didn't say people don't make mistakes, people don't sin, right? Like sin has a result, you know, but it's not who we are, right? Uh, I remember one talk years ago on Swami Chaitanya his talks he gives in in, um, in St. Louis, they put him on, you've gotten those discs, I think you've, you've I don't know thousands of these DVDs of all of his talks. He put they f- he puts five talks on a disc and sends it out to people who are on the list. And one of, and we used to do more. Now, I mean, he comes here, we listen to him, but we don't get a chance every Sunday. We used to listen, and Sunday morning we used to listen. We don't get the same opportunity more. But uh, one talk he gave, he says that the, 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 the soul, even it's described as, uh, even in, in, in the dualistic literature, dualistic tradition, the soul may be considered infinitesimally small. God is infinitely big and the soul infinitesimally small. In Advaita Vedanta, the soul is not infin- infinitely, the soul is infinitely big. It's not different. There's only one soul. It's only Brahman. Right? So either we're infinitely big or even if we're infinitesimally small, right? it's described in the devotion of scripture that that infinitesimally small spark is radiant like 10,000 suns. Right? That's the, the, indiv- the jiva is 10,000 suns. Right, and so imagine what possible sin, what possible action, not we shouldn't don't we go a huge judgment on it, what possible even a negative action 
could change the nature of the soul, which is radiant like 10,000 suns. So our nature, even our most limited, is infinitely greater than the greatest uh, 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 action, good or bad, that can be done. So we should we should uh, uh, identify with you know with that you know. Yet here we are, even infinitesimally small, but great like 10,000 suns, or infinitely big, one with Brahman, non-different from the supreme, identical in in the absolute sense. Yet, that's fine. That may be the truth. We can maybe even understand the truth. But that's still, how is it that that infinite, infinite consciousness or infinitesimal consciousness, like 10,000, chain like 10,000 suns, is so bound, has lo- seemed to have lost our freedom, right? We do, we're in the world of Papa and Punya. We're doing good, we're doing bad. We do, uh, uh, we do, we do, we make mistakes without knowing why we do mistakes. We're forced to do mistakes, you know. Why is it that we, we're, that, Swami Shivananda has a great line. He says, we're divine, you're divine, live up to it. That's, a, that's the thing, right? So it's like, I love this idea. If we're divine, we shouldn't feel, the way I visualize it, and I mean, maybe this is my own self-justification dealing with things, but we shouldn't think, oh, uh, uh, we shouldn't be ashamed of ourselves, we should be embarrassed. Right, because we're our dignity is infinite. We're children of God, right? And so we don't live up to our ideals. Like, well, it's a little embarrassing, right? But not in any, not in anything, because actually, actually, one of the names we'll read today is Mother herself is a child. We're children of God. Mother is also the chi- child of God. We'll read this momentarily. So, uh, <coughs> Swamiji says we should we should uh, identify we're, we're we're infinite. We're divine. We're we're uh, the children of immortality. We're, we're, we are the heirs. Uh, by saying children of immortality, we're the heirs of immortality. So, Thakur said, those who've, those who've said my name, those who've thought of me, those who think of me will inherit my wealth. Just like a son inherits the wealth of a father. Right? And, what it, and then, then he says, what is my wealth? Is that devotion, renunciation, realization, uh, knowledge, wisdom, you know, humility, all these qualities that Thakur had, this is his wealth. If we think of him, will inherit that that's who we're children of, you know. We're children of God. So in this world of a smoky fire today, let me break up some Sorry, now you get it. <laughs> I'm gonna send it over to you. <laughs> you get tea, you got everybody else. So, because of this next cluster of names, three of them also have the word punya. So we're not done. Ma's not done with this punya idea. We have to think a little bit about what it means. So punya means a righteous action, a good action. And there's a danger because there's a danger because like good action has a good result. Bad action has a bad result. Karma and karma polar. We use it to the same. Karma means action as well as a result of action, right? And so all of our actions have a result, either immediately or later, or even in a future life. And what we're experiencing now as a result of our previous actions or maybe even actions we've done in a previous life according to basic Hindu belief <coughs> so we have to so that but that's a little bit at the mat- uh, slightly materialistic in its understanding right and so that's that punya and papa this is in the world of duality it's still the manifest reality of good and bad uh, 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 you know Thakur said here is our righteousness here is our dharma and here is our dharma even dharma adharma this is still in the realm of material realm of duality Daima. <coughs> uh, uh. and so 
we have to be careful. Like we're not doing. Of course, we have to be a little intelligent. We have, by good actions lead to good actions. Good, good actions lead to good results. Pain, uh, bad actions lead to painful results. That's a natural thing. But religion isn't just doing good actions, because in this, getting good material results is still in the world of duality, right? You may get, uh, like, by good actions, we may get a healthy body in our next life, or maybe a rich body, a rich, uh, rich situation. Maybe we'll have power and influence and control, and and like this. But that's not spiritual life, right? That's that's still in the realm of the world, the realm of karma, and therefore the realm of punya and papa, sin and virtue, if we were to use those terms, uh, is still uh, relative, rel- relative. But sometimes we use like oh, like do good, like Swami Shivananda's famous line: "Be good, do good," right? Do so, do good, right? Do good, but by do, but. Being good is not just doing good. We can g- we can do good actions, but still not be good people. That's the problem, right? We, uh, and we can do bad actions and not be bad people, right? That's actually Krishna is going to come back. Jaima, <laughs> wow, you're instantly <laughs> from from online. You came. <laughs> Are you watching yeah, while I'm you're watching. driving? <laughs> listening, listening. <laughs> That's very dangerous. Just listening. <laughs> we're happy you're here, but we're chastising you for <laughs> Jaima. There's tea, if you like some, some tea. I think Edith made it here right now, too. Hmm? Oh, good, good, good. Mm. Mom. <coughs> what was I saying? Something deep and profound. Oh, uh, so, uh, uh, so we can be good and, and do actions that still have painful karmic consequences. And we can be bad. Of course, nobody's really bad, but what is it? And and still try to and we, and if and if we have bad, the problem is negative behavior, negative action has a negative reaction, right? And if you do a selfish behavior, that clouds con- covers consciousness, right? And another way of saying that, the more emotionally and devotionally, is that it, you know selfish actions, the result of those painful reactions, selfish actions, close the heart. We close the heart, then we're likely to act selfish, selfless, selfishly again. Right, so we can keep in that cycle of, of, of behavior, and therefore slowly, slowly we are we become tight and constricted, uh, uh, and then we would label, oh, he's a bad, he or she is a bad person, right? Because those actions have led to reactions and just knotted everything up, and then hab- our habitual stance is that of negative action, selfish behavior. Right, but of course the soul is brilliant, like ten thousand suns, right? So even the most knotted. You see in all the stories, like we read the Nishingadev story, right? Can't be more uh, evil tyrant than Hiranyakashipu in recorded history of the mythology, even in mythological times. There's no greater tyrant than Hiranyakashipu, right? But as soon as he comes in contact with God, that that knot that he's created after lifetimes of bad behavior, of course, he had, he was a great soul also, but gets ripped apart. And what happens? He's liber- instantly liberated. Right, it's not like one. No, what he who he really is is bad. No, once that knock was removed, who he really is is divine. Right. Um, uh, 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 in the uh, Chandi, uh, when even when uh, 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 Shumbo was being killed, no, uh, Mahishasura was being killed. Right. For he, Mashi, so many dif- different forms came out. The buffalo, and then he changed to an elephant, and a tiger, and a man, and a this, and a, this episode. But finally, a, div- a golden form came out. And, and, and it, so his real form came out, the divine form. Right? All those things that does not set... Jai Ma! Uh, uh, um, 
His real form was ultimately divine. <coughs> but if we're divine, what is it, the question is, that makes us do uh, 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 selfish, selfish actions or not an illumined action? So in the Gita, Krishna, uh, Arjuna asks a similar question. What is it we seem impelled against our nature, against our judgment, uh, uh, to do uh, bad actions? The exact verse, I don't It's not in my head exactly, so forgive me. Um, Maybe it's in my notes from last week. I didn't get to this last week. But, so what does Krishna say? He says, what is it that impels us? Oh Krishna, what is it that impels us as if against our will to engage in sinful, you know, opposite of punya, papa, actions, right? And Krishna says, actually, uh, 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 it, it is, uh, it is, uh, kama, it is kroda, right? It is kama means desire, right? And kroda means anger. And anger, we have to understand in the language of the Gita, there's a psychology of, of this is desire, thwarted desire is called anger. When your when your desire is not fulfilled, whatever it is, even a good, we've talked about many times, even a good desire, right? Even a desire like everyone be happy, right? People, not everyone is happy, so we're upset. We want people to be healthy, and somebody gets sick. We want people to be safe, people hurting each other. So even that, even righteous anger is, a, is often the result of, of, of um, uh, a thwarted desire, right? So, but so, so anger is caused by a desire, thwarted desire, but desire is what leads us to do things. We have things. But then, therefore, easy. I have an answer for all of you here in front of the Duni. Just be desireless, and everything will be fine. Okay, so a cup of tea, and then do RIT in about an hour and a half. So, so then the question arises: How do? Why do? What is it that impels us? So we shouldn't. Oh my God, I'm full of desire. That okay? Uh, sins, bad actions, don't make me a bad person. It's my desire nature makes me. Well, that's even worse. That's not. A, that's not a cure. That realization that it's desire that leads us to do wrong actions, painful actions that have negative results that cause us to suffer in life, is not. Um, We're low on wood. I mentioned last week I have a very good source of wood at the truckload for 20 bucks. But they close in the summer because people don't buy firewood in the summer. So. Boom. So. Hmm? Sadhu discount. <laughs> yeah, it's like we have summer is the best time. We can sit out here without too much difficulty. Um. Uh, so that's not an, that, that, as Swamiji Singh is don't consider yourself as a sin to call someone a sin well okay it's not sinning but it's, om- it's because my desires that's another problem because and, and, and pe- we've made a problem of desires and that's a weird thing to do because what are desires there's a, there's a simple biological set of desires that come with having a human body not even human but having a body right we need protection we need food we need to procreate these are these are the common desires, right? We need uh, to uh, um, uh, existence. We need to not die, right? We uh, so so the thing that's the very thing that that's required in a human body, in an animal body, right? Actually, it's it mentioned in the scriptures: eating, sleeping, protecting, and uh, uh, mating. These are the, the, these are common to everything. So now, what his religion does is taking the very nature of of normal. Uh, uh, natural desires in the human body, in, a, in an animal body, and made those the problem. 
you're bad not because of what you did. We've liberated you. Vedanta has liberated you from the idea that you're bad because of what you've done. Now you're bad because of a set of desires that, that, are, that are the most um, uh, unavoidable. I mean, the, the most expected. Right? Having a body sh- is not the problem. Right? So that doesn't, that doesn't solve... It may be an accurate description. Desire leads us to do actions. But it's to, to say that desire... Is, that's, to feel bad about desire is also not a, not a proper thing. So we have to take a, a step behind that. The desire to exist, not to, to, to uh, perpetuate the species, the desire to eat, desire to, uh, 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 for affection, desire... Uh, uh, these, uh, these are circumstantial. They're just the nature of having a body. Right. Uh, behind that, what's the, desi- what's the desire that led us to have a body? Right, you have to go. We have to keep going back to the real nature of desire. Right, if the desire is the cause of the problem, according to the, the, the according to the, the the Gita, according to Krishna, what is the cause of desire? Right. So, what is the original desire? In in in, in discussions, I remember years ago at the local uh, uh, high school, we were invited uh, into a religious presentation. Dias is a bunch of other religious leaders like me, leader. <laughs> Right, uh, 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 and there was a very nice uh, Buddhist monk. I quoted him many times, uh, Reverend Kushila. Uh, he's very dynamic and colorful and wonderful. Very good preacher, and a rep- representative of Buddhism, modern world. And he, people were talking about desire, and he was talking. That it's Buddhism by the numbers is caused. It. The cause of suffering is caused by desire. Right, you get rid of desire. That his, if desire is a problem. The reason you're suffering is because you desire. But I've seen a, a group of three, four hundred high school kids being told desire is their problem. That seems like a very, <laughs> very, that is not helpful. It may be true, but it's not helpful. <laughs> That's the time when desires that they're most inflamed, you know, it's like, but, uh, but even those desires being most inflamed, what's the cause of their desire is the question, right? So, in Tantra, we, we hold the desire is, is fundamental, right? It's, it's, a simp- it's a symptom of it's, it's a symptom of our spiritual reality, right? Our desire, our ultimate desire is we want, comp- what are we looking? We're looking for completion. We're looking for bliss. We're looking for satisfaction. We're looking for completeness, for union, for some, you know, uh, and, and, t- and until we, all our small desires are fueled by the ultimate, even desire that gave us a body that creates all these other peculiar desires that are sometimes problematic and bothersome, uh, um, uh, is because the ultimate desire is we want completeness. So, Another way of saying completeness, we, we may give that a theological term. We want God. We want the infinite. Right? Uh, um, and the Upanishad says, oh, the, 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 the sukham is only in bhuma, only in the absolute. Well, in other words, we, we want happiness, sukham. We want, we wa- that means we want the absolute. Right? So the core of our desire is divine. Itself is, a, is divine. Right? And yogis have said, our Guruji used to say, the fact that we want the divine means that we can, that means we're meant to have the divine. Right? The fact that we want union is because we're, we're feeling separation. Separation is not natural. If a fish gasps for water, it's because water, it's, natu- it's out of its natural element. Or you cannot blame a fish. You sinner. It's your desire that's caused your suffering. Give up your desire for water. Right? That's a foolish thing to tell, tell a fish. To tell a human being to give up desire is also foolish same time it's true to say desire is a cause of suffering 
right? Desire would lead to action. Action leads to re results, good or bad, right? That's a true statement. But to tell, to then to say that that desire is bad, or you're bad because your desire is not a good, not, I don't think it's a very intelligent, useful uh, thing, right? Our, our 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 foundational desire, we want the infinite. We want God. Our Guruji used to say. Uh, I've quoted many times at these discussions is that that we what we really want, we, we don't analyze what we want but if we were to analyze what we want or you can just trust the sages telling you what you really want right or, but if we analyze we can probably come up with similar things we want we want permanent happiness right the thing is we get happiness and something is impermanent and then it goes away and we suffer right so we want we want an ending happy we want a, a, a infinite happiness we look for it we get it we get a finite happiness and it causes suffering because it's not what we really want we're looking for something but we're not getting we're not finding what we want right all right and so in Guruji's beautiful language he says if you seek this is pure pure logic if you seek permanent happiness from impermanent source or infinite happiness from a finite source right uh, 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 then you're going to be frustrated right and Frustrated desire is the the name of the game in the material world, right? Because what we're looking for isn't what we're getting, but but, but our looking for it is divine. And so Vivekananda, many places, he says, I I, I honor the drunkard in a, or a, um, the drug addict in an alley, right? The, or uh, 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 because at least he, he he's looking for, he's frantically looking for to satisfy his infinite desire. He's looking in a way that will only bring suffering. Right, addiction, uh, chemical addiction will not bring happiness. Right, somebody says, oh, uh, 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 somebody who's um, uh, womanizing or, or, or um, uh, uh, like like this, this is also I respect them. They're searching for God, but it's not. It won't get what they're not going to get. What they're it's not. I'm also sad for them because where they're looking, they're only going to suffer. But the fact that they're looking is impressive. Other people say, oh no, 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 I'm very good. I don't desire anything. Right, they're looking. They're not. They they don't have God. They're not, and and that's actually a sad condition. That's actually a fallen condition. Somebody who's searching for God, somehow, what that the famous line from from the Saint Augustine's Confessions, peca con fuerza, con gusto, peca con gusto, con fuerte, yo creo, con puerta, sin with gusto. <laughs> that's his great line, right? Right. If you go, because I think he he said because he's talking himself. He was a playboy. You could I guess that's the word we'd use, right? Before he became a saint, right? And um um, and his one of his great funny lines in the, in the <laughs> confessions during his conversion, as he by the by the prayers of his mother he be, he accepted Christianity and began to, and so when he comes to that thing he says, Oh Lord, give me chastity. Right, he needs like it, but not yet. <laughs> you know, like you know, like it's. But the thing is, the fact he was a fully alive person, he was searching for God, right? But he, his own confession is him talking to God. Everywhere I looked, I was looking for you, right? Even I was looking for you in ways that that wouldn't work. That's the problem, right? That's so. Anyways, it's not a, it's a heavy topic, but this is the punya idea. Can't go away. We have to deal with it, right? Uh, 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 so, in the world of duality, good and bad, sin and virtue, dharma and adharma, these are still in the world of duality, right? Uh, between the two, dharma and adharma are the same materially, ultimately, right? Neither of them are spiritual, actually, right? It's like clean and unclean are the same materially. So, it's two extremes of material nature, material nature, right? But of the two, purity is better, 
right? You know, dharma is better than not dharma because those desires, those experiences, those actions lead to theoretically more positive reactions, right? That don't close the heart and like this, you know. So between the two, you know, the songs that you were translating, you know, between your two wise dharma, what is it? Take uh, uh, what is it? Uh, dharma and adharma. Take long dharma or something like that, right? These these idea between the, the two are both, but between the two, uh, actually. But there's a great mystery. Uh, Varshana, His Holiness Varshana Swami, Varshana Maharaj. Uh, uh, he many years ago he gave a very interesting not talk. It was after a talk. He was sitting at the Laguna Beach Rikers Temple after the Sunday feast, and some people were sitting around. And I remember, I can't take credit for the question, but I was part of the immediate, dis- it was intimate discussion like this, and uh, he said actually, he says, suffering and happiness they're both material right, and therefore they both spiritually have the same value, we usually think, oh happiness is better than suffering, he says but actually, suffering is slightly better <laughs> right? spiritually right? Yeah, it goes, it's like, I was like <laughs> he, says, he says, because when we're, when we're, we're in enjoyment, we tend to forget God Right, and when we're in suffering, we tend to call out to God. Therefore, in the material world, anything that gets to call out to God is going to be beneficial, because that's transcendent, right? Not in the world of duality. But, anyways, <coughs> punya, punyada. So today's cluster of names will continue. Let me find it. Puta, pavitra, parama. Pura punya vibhushana, punya nami, pritihara, varada, kangapalani. Actually, this is uh, verse 18, and it goes from uh, name 123 to 130. Uh, but there's a name at the, f- at the first name of the next line. It fits into the uh, 131. And even says, actually it says, nirmunda hasta shasta cha, and. Right? Of course, sometimes you put an and in the list just to make it fit the, the rhyme meter and means cha means and right but i think it's actually even though it's in another verse it's like don't forget it's, it's a cluster of four names of describing ma's four hands so i think it's included so we'll try to include before going on to the final verse so putra putta pavitra parama pura punya vibhushana punya punyanami bhitihara varada kargapalini so the first name is so th- this uh, punya comes twice. So we, we're not done with the punya idea like from last week. Puta. Anybody know what puta means? Put uh, here. Puta here means daughter, right? Uh, uh, sometimes uh, put putra or putri. Sometimes with an R gets more common. Here, you understand that this means that she is the daughter, which is an interesting name. Really, we think of Kali as the mother, right? Not as the daughter. Of course, there are stories of how Kali is a daughter also, right? Uh, um, uh, because a daughter is somebody who comes from uh, somebody. from, so- And so in the Chandi from, from Jagadamba, from, uh, uh, from uh, uh, Am- Ambika, comes uh, light from her forehead and creates Kali. So you can say Kali is the daughter of Durga. In that story, can't, not, not ontologically, but so there's stories like that. Also, she also is uh, she was born as the daughter of Nanda and Yashoda, uh, 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 and then was switched with Krishna. So this could be a reference. We have to almost get it just as Puta. 
uh, or filling in what is it what could, what could it mean that Kali's name is put means daughter right in the Leelas there's stories like that right that she's born also she's born in families right she's uh, she's born as the daughter of Daksha we're watching again the uh, Dev story uh, uh, 9,000 hours of, of sati <laughs> arguing with her dad <laughs> about her team. <laughs> a divine story uh, um, so she's also she's born she's born the daughter of the Himalayas right and in the story of being born the daughter of the Himalayas you know she's she uh, if we didn't take that that story as a symbolic of our body being Himalayas right being born and Parvati that comes out of the body the daughter could be she's, she's born from our body not really, but we can think like that as Kundalini, like this, as Kushika, like that. There's ways of interpreting Puta this way. Could just be also a very sweet idea, right? Uh, 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 Usha knows Anuradha Palwal, that famous devotional singer, and in her home in um, in her home in Bombay, she has a life-size murti of Kali in her bedroom. That's her, her bed, you know. And she's constantly, you know, she goes to the store and buys her saris and this and that, you know. And she says, oh, she's my youngest daughter. My other daughters have all, my other daughters have grown up and gone off to school and got married. But she's still, she's my daughter. So I have to, I fuss, I'm, he fusses over her like a daughter, right? So it's her third daughter or second or whatever, I forget the exact. And then Usha was, was mentioned today uh, of Harudan, uh, Harudanji, the priest from Dakshinishwar who installed our mom. Many, many people here knew him. Some here knew him, um, uh, but he used to say that uh, Kali Dakshini and Babatrini is both my mother and my daughter, because he also fusses after over her. He combs her hair in the morning. He gets her dressed, gives her breakfast. You know, this is the way. So this way of, of, of called Seva Puja, like Krishna being Krishna can be a son, your son, right? So Kali can also be your daughter. You know, you take care of her. This all knowing she's your mother. So the mood is that she's your daughter. That could be some sweet meaning like this, right? And there's the other thing that she's all aspects of human existence. She's mother, she's old lady, she's, and many earlier, in the earliest hymn uh, verses we were, we were saying, uh, her names are like, she's Kamaniya, she's a, a young woman, right? She's Shodashi, she's a young 16-year-old woman. She's Bala, she's a little girl. So she's daughter, she's wife, she's mother, she's grandmother. Right, she's all asked. She's every aspect. That's another possible meaning of this word puta. Right, and puta. Another way you could say is it's also endearing. Putri or put, putti is also um, a very innocent dear. Right, if we put this line of, of punya connected with these punya names, right, a, a child is beyond punya and papa. Right, that's a, a small child is beyond the gunas at least theoretically. Right, not all children are beyond you know, Some of them are horrible little monsters. Everybody knows, or divine little angels. Yeah, but you could see, you know, joking, but you could see actually that Sri said a five-year-old child. He's really even a child, a boy or girl child has strong likes and dislikes. But as Sakura said, they can be. They're not attached to their likes and dislikes yet. Right, he said this is good. You should always do it. Yes, I'm going to do it. But then you can give them otherwise. You give them a candy. Give them otherwise. Right, you know, it's like they're 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 not attached to gunas. So there's something about Putri could be she's a young, yes, a, a dear young child, right? Like a, a so it doesn't necessarily mean that she has a mother. It means that she is a, that she's a pure as a child, which means beyond punya and papa. 
And this makes sense in, in, in conjunction with the next two names. The next name is Pavitra. Pavitra means? Holy. Yeah, holy. Holy, sanctified, pure. Right, so Pavitra means pure. Right, Lashur, Pavitra. There's a mantra we chant in puja. Om Apavitra Pavitrova Sarvavastam Gatopiva. Right, so this is the beginning. It says, Apavitra means impure or unclean, impure, Pavitra or pure, or unholy or holy, if you want to make it like that, right? Pure or impure. Apavitra Pavitrava Sarvavastam. Or in any other condition, because none of us usually were neither. We're, most of us aren't perfectly pure, or perfectly impure. There's a few <laughs> that are at the far extremes. Some of them we avoid. Some of them we worship. <laughs> but there's there's extremes. But most of us are somewhere in between, pure and impure, right? Uh, so pure, impure, or or in any other condition. Apavitra pavitrava sarva vastam yashmaret pundari kaksham yashmaret. But if we remember. Who? Pundari Kaksham, the one with lotus-like eyes. It's a name for Vishnu in this mantra. Right? God is always described as having lotus-like eyes, like this, right? Then, um, Sabhaya Abhayantara. Ab- Sabhaya means outside. Then, outside, Abhayant- uh, Sabhaya Abhara. What is it? Sabhaya Abhyanta. Abhyanta means here and inside. Outside and inside, Suchihi, clean. Right, whether impure or pure, or in any other condition, if we remember the lotus-eyed one, if we remember God, then we become clean inside and out. Right. So this is we want to be pavitra, right? Uh, 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 for puja things, you have to see is that pavitra or not? Is that clean or not? Shoot or not? Right. Is uh, 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 um, has something been tasted? Is any animal hair touched? It? There's so many ways you see what it can be used. We want to be in a pure condition for puja. We should use only pure things for puja. But Krishna saying, but pure impure. Right. If, if we if we remember God, that really what makes us clean. Right. Should suchi. Right. So she. So this idea of her being punya. The giver of uh, she's uh, that uh, virtue, as, as opposed to vice, that which. And last week we also also talked about how it, she's beyond virtue and vice and all those things. Uh, Kula Kula Marg discussion we we, we ventured into. Um, uh, 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 but she's ultimately pure, impure. She's beyond. She's beyond. Um, uh, 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 her purity, her cleanliness, her sanctity is beyond material considerations of, of, of clean and unclean, or of, of um, uh, punya and papa, right? And so the next name fits into that. Parama, parama, parama. Parama means it means supreme. That's the most common thing is supreme, right? But we have to understand where the word supreme, where parama. How does parama mean supreme, right? Parama also means other. Right, like for instance, we uh, 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 like we say our guru, and then we say param guru. Param guru means the one beyond our guru. Right, it means the guru's guru. I mean, our, uh, so we would the way of saying our father and then our grandfather. Right, and, you know, something like that. So the guru and the param guru, and then param para guru, the one the one beyond the beyond. Right, the, like this. Right, you, we use that language. Right, our parama guru, our guru Vishuddhivananda, our param guru. You know, we can go like this, right? That's one language. To use that that way. Param means the one behind or beyond, next or 
previous uh, like this, right? Where we get the word, the prefix peri, periscope, periphery. That means beyond, beyond oh, seeing beyond. Uh, over. You see? Uh, um, so it also has, an, that's one meaning. Also it has another meaning, just meaning other. Not what we think. Right? Like in the ch- in the Bhagavad Gita, an example in the Bhagavad Gita when we discussed, Prahlad is talking to Hiranyakashipu. And he says, your problem, Father, right, is that you see the different, uh, you see, uh, um, uh, 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 I forget the exact line, but he says, you see the, di- you see dif- you see difference between friend and enemy right that's the you have this idea and he uses the word for enemy para right because friend is our own and other is enemy in this in conjunction with friend then the friend and of the one that's other than our friend means enemy right you're seeing the difference between friend and enemy that's your problem right that's one another use of the word para uh, meaning other another category also param in in the yogas in the bhakti sutra is param uh, Parama prema, bhakti, bhakti is parama prema sarupam, right? That it's a type of love. Bhakti is a type of love that's, of course, could mean supreme love, but another type of love. We usually think of love, love, romance, affection, enjoyment, uh, so many things we can list as like that. It's not that, right? It's like it's not. It's different than that. And another way of saying that is para means it's beyond that. Para means that which is beyond. It means the the highest category, the supreme, but it also means a different category. Right, so we've said all these things about about Kali. She's pure, she's punya, right? You know, but we think of all these terms. But she's para, parama. She's a different thing altogether. When we say she's pure, we think we we idea what pure is. She's not that. We even we think we idea what a daughter is. She's not that either. We have an idea of a mother is. She's not that either, right? That one line in the Kali Kali Ashtakam it says, "You are not the daughter." You are not the little girl. Usually we think, oh, mother is a little girl. She is a young woman, and she is the old woman. But then Shankaracharya says, actually, you're not the little girl, you're not the old woman, and you're not the young, the young the woman. Right? You're something different. Right? You know, with these ideas, she, you're all these things, but you're not, you're not what we think. Another way of saying she's not what we think. That's another way of saying it, right? Yeah. Generally, you can think whatever we're thinking is probably wrong. That's <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a big about it. Pretty much anything, especially when we do. That's true of almost anything, right? <laughs> right. But it's going to be infinitely true about the infinite, right? Something we have no direct uh, uh, things that are beyond conception. Any conceptual thing you state about it, by definition, is going to be wrong. She's other than that. That's one way of thinking. She's parama, or another. She's the supreme. She's the greatest. She's the absolute. That parama means all that too. Right, so puta pavitra parama. So then pura punya bibhushana. Pura punya pura here means full, complete. All right, and punya we know is merit, the glorious qualities, the virtuous qualities, and bibhushana. Anybody know bibhushana means? Bibhushana, nagabushana. There's one means decorations. Her jeweler, her ornaments, her decorations are all the good qualities. It's interesting, right? And actually, we think in that list we're describing, she has a garland of heads and a girdle of severed hands, and then earrings made of corpses of embryos. You know, <laughs> these are her decorations. But actually, she's saying actually her real decorations are all the 
all uh, pura punya, vibhushana, all good qualities. Something, uh, Edi, you mentioned some time back, and we were discussing Ma's weapons compared to her jewelry. Oh, you brought up a be- very beautiful point that the weapons are usually seen as directed outside. A weapon is for an enemy, an outside thing, right? And jewelry is something you decorate yourself. Although it could be for other people to see, but you know, but the, and so you were, who are you quoting this from? Or just a general cool yeah, no, observation? Uh, yeah, it was a good, very good point. Yeah, so these are inner, these are our own qualities, yeah. our divine qualities, yeah. and the weapons are meant for transforming of the outside. These yeah. are for the outside. Do a, 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 some task outside. Mm. They're sent out to do something. But the jewelry is sent in. Yes, yes, yes. So this is a very so here, <coughs> pura punya vibhushana. Her jewelry, including all these ghastly things that we've looked at, that are made of bones and 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 uh, uh, leftover some crematoriums and things like this. Right. Ultimately, these are about. The, so it gives us a clue. These are these are meant. We've been given them a little bit. Interp- we've been given, interpreting them as, as inner qualities and transfer realizations and transformations. But this is what a way of showing it. These are all these good qualities. These are her jewelries. These are what we're supposed to. And also, there's something. There's a statement. There's a there's a um, uh, Adi sent sent me years ago. A very beautiful. I should I didn't think about it, but it's a very beautiful song of Mirabai, that devotional saint. Right. And uh, uh, I forget, forgive me, I forget the gist of the song, but I remember the, 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 the punchline. Every of these songs have an emotional punchline, right? Right. But she says, at the end, I shall, I shall walk the, the um, uh, I shall walk the path only wearing my uh, sadhu bhushana, the holy, my, my, my you know, because she used to be a queen. She's given all that up, right? For this unknown lover, Krishna. Right, she's given up everything, right? But so now she wanders almost naked, right? I mean, the sadhu, right? I walk the sadhu path only with these, only with her divine qualities. These are her jewelry, right? Ultimately, what jewelry, the, the what we're going to wear is our good qualities, right? So, you, so this is so. All of our good qualities. So this is Ma is she wears all all punya, all the divine qualities, but we can also interpret them a little bit, you know. That the, we should wear we our jewelry, the thing that decorates us, should be our divine, our good, qual- our good actions, our good qualities. And you see, if you become known for a bad quality, that's a very sad condition, right? All of a sudden, your reputation is because of some bad quality. You should live in such a way where your good quality. Because we all have good and bad qualities, but we should be known for our good qualities, right? Those are the ones we should wear. These should be predominant. You know. There's a. a Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Chaitanya Charitamrita, there's a verse, I'm forgetting, I don't remember it, but I know the translation of it, although it's very beautiful in Bengali. It says that uh, 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 in a regular cloth, you know, like that, if you get a stain on it, it's no big deal, in multicolored clothes like this, right? right? But in a pure white cloth, even a tiny little stain looks bad. People are like, oh, your cloth is bad. Look how dirty he is. You can even like most people they don't like that, but but no white cloth. So this is the thing about with holy people, sadhus, gurus, saints like this. Every small mistake, it's dirty. Right, regular people, what to do? Any good, any small good quality, we blame. Oh, just you know, like we we can say something nice about everybody, right? You know, <laughs> even bad people. They oh, he's you know, there's a there's a funny story of somebody who. Uh, Sargam and Suman told us that somebody who, American who went to Bellarmat to join the monastery 
and he had some bad habits. He not a very uh, uh, agreeable person. You know, he he wasn't getting along. He was fighting with the other monks. He wasn't listening. To, he wasn't waking up in the morning. He wasn't listening to the. You know, it's like it wasn't working. So they had a big meeting. How to send him back to America? It wasn't going to work, right? And so they're all going around at the big meeting, talking about their bad qualities, right? He he doesn't do this. He doesn't do this. He doesn't like this. You know. And then, but one monk was thinking, you should say something nice. You should say something nice about everybody, right? But he speaks very good English. He's <laughs> <laughs> good quality, an American boy. I mean, he speaks very good English. <laughs> but the thing is, for, 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 for the monks, you should, should be, you're looking for even the slight, for a holy person, even a slight bad quality doesn't look good. Right? Therefore, you have to be especially careful. Right? For regular regular people, if you can say like that, any good good qualities, even they're not as the, the good qualities are very noticeable. In 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 in, in, in uh, you can see somebody who's like a really dirty room, and you come in and they've cleaned and they made their bed. So oh, look how nice you made your bed. <laughs> even the rest of <laughs> you appreciate any good behavior, <laughs> right? But other people, you they should know you know any you you you, you noticing. So you wear, in other words, a way of saying you do wear your actions on your sleeve. Right. These are these are we are we 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 showing by our good and bad actions. And Ma, her her decorations, including all the bones and things that we've been discussing, are signs of her pure goodness. Her pure uh, so put uh, putra pavitra parama pura punya bibhushana. She's fully adorned with all meritorious acts and qualities. Now <coughs> the next four names. There's three in the end of this. Bittihara uh, Varada um, Kangapalini, and then the first name of the of the next verse, Nirmunda Hasta Shasta Cha and. So these relate to. Remember, ultimately we're still we're still describing her iconography. This is that section we're describing most here. And so the most distinct we've discussed the distinct thing she has big gaping mouth and fierce teeth, a lolling tongue, a black body, and three eyes, all these things, and long flowing hair and large breasts, and a garland of, of human heads and a, and a girdle of, of cut off arms. Of, of, she sits on a corpse. She has earrings of, of, of embryos. We've gone through these are describing her form, but we haven't mentioned the most common thing you see about her. She has four arms, and her four arms she's holding different things, right? And and the Dakshina Kali form. Actually, there's a beautiful, as we get further, maybe next week or something, there's a name that says, she has four arms, but she also has eight arms, and she also has 16 arms. So she describes there's many, there's ways of interpreting, but the four arms are the most common iconographic uh, detail of Kali, right? And there's different things that Ma holds. Now it's describing the classic Dakshina Kali form. Actually, in the next uh, sloka, the word Dakshina is there, so it's showing that this is the form that's being described. Uh, and so it's describing the forearm form, and it's like the collar we have inside, and that, um, and her right and left side. On her left side, she holds a sword and a severed head. Right, you have to know. And on this side, she holds a sword. No, we got a very fierce holding two swords now. <laughs> oh, uh, giving uh, called the Baya Mudra, fearless Mudra, and Varada Mudra, giving boons. Now, this is the most common these four arms right and we've discussed last time a few times ago some of the uh, way of looking at the image of Kali standing on Shiva or man or sitting on Shiva manifesting Shiva that the one when it manifests it manifests into the world of multiplicity in the world of duality right through the sounds of Om and all vibrations and the one manifest as a many 
And when you say the many, we also mean the world of duality. And the dual is just two extremes. Good and bad is not, there's not only, not only two things. There's a billion things in between good and bad. By saying good and bad, by saying A through Z, you don't say, there's not only two letters. You, it's every letter in between, right? So, so that one, one of the ways of seeing how the one has become many is to see how Shiva, as his Shakti, Kali, has manifested in the world of duality as the two extremes. So you have the severed head is, or the sword and the severed head is death and sickness and destruction and uh, uh, dissolution and, uh, uh, and the other uh, uh, of life and birth and happiness and success and health and prosperity. Right, that's a very simple, these are ways to look at it, night and day, uh, good and bad, uh, happiness and misery, birth and death, war and peace. These are uh, uh, um, uh, uh, the full extreme, right? In in the Yantra, we were discuss- uh, the way we look at it, how the Bindu is Shiva and Shakti, and it begins to expand, it be- ex- expands into all possible things, right? So it's a way of looking how, it's a way of explaining how the one has become the many, right? And to see the many manifesting the one manifesting in the many because if you see the one in the many you're actually seeing the one not the many so that's an instant type of Advaita right is you see how the way how the ocean has become all these waves right as soon as you look at the as soon as you and you see all the waves while it's incredible and philosophically you could say oh, yeah all the waves you know behind the waves is an infinite ocean right so deep and profound and, and, and you know for all intended purposes infinite right uh, the waves are the most insignificant part, the most shallow, the most um, superficial part of the ocean. But that's what we see, right? But as soon as you, we can understand that. But as soon as you see the, the the ocean, then in a certain sense, the waves disappear. You see in the ocean, you see in the one behind the many, right? That's a very simple type of uh, benefit of this philosophy. And therefore, you see the one even behind suffering. Behind now the one that's behind the one that manifests as health also is sickness. The one that manifests behind uh, success is also failure. Behind sick, behind birth, and behind is behind death, behind war. And be, so you can see that's helpful. That's a healthful. That's a very healthy worldview, right? To see the one behind everything. To see everything is divine or man or ma- But not necessarily see everything divine. Bad is still bad and good is still good. But you see the one behind behind bad and good, right? That's an important thing. Here, this cluster, the way of explaining it's a little different, right? Uh, uh, if we go into it, we'll, we'll, describe, we'll describe it. Because on the way back, to know how how birth is, how birth and death man are the one manifesting, it helps us the, uh, intellectually or perceptually get it, right? But it doesn't it doesn't lead to the union. We need to. Re, uh, Reverse the the process of involution or evolution into, back into involution, right? Uh, alam and bilam, the way back, back. back. Uh, so, in when we worship a yantra, we understand the yantra is created from the center out; it manifests. But when we worship a yantra, we start at the outer part of the yantra and move in, where we see we, we start at the outer level of material consciousness and move into the psychological principles and move into the you know deeper and deeper into the tattvas and bit by bit until we find the one. So then, the symbols are not initially when we look at it, the symbols of the sword and the severed head, and 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 the and the boon and, and uh, abaya and varada mudra are are the are outwardly pointed how how one how she's become everything, but they change for a devotee, a yogi, a sadhak who's trying to find her again, right? Who wants to find a way back to her, right? And then it, then they then those very things change. 
right? So then the severed head is no longer death, right? It becomes liberation, right? Or, or transcendence. This, this, the, the sword isn't war and, 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 it, or, and, and death and slaughter like this. The, door, the, the sword could be protection. The sword could be uh, discrimination between the real and the unreal. You know, and Varada Bunda is not just go and enjoy, I'll give you everything you want, all your desires fulfilled. It becomes what we really want, right? Ask, ask the right boon of me, right? Fearlessness becomes, you know, if you're my child, don't worry, I shall protect you, right? You'll, you'll, you'll come to me, right? The, 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 the direction of, of, the, of the weapons or the arms change, right? When we only look at the, 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 the weapons and the arms, you can see weapons are meant to be outside, as, as we pointed out, right? You pointed out, meant to be externalized. They're, 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 they're symbols of outward going, even blessing hands, or you bless somebody out, right? But this is a very intimate set of names, right? You're noticing the one who's holding, right? You know, it's like, it's like, it's like if, I'm, if, you, if you hold a gun at me, I can be, wow, there's a gun at me. Right, it's very dangerous, but, but there's somebody holding a gun, right? Then that's a different thing altogether, right? And if you know the nature, maybe that person holding the gun is for my protection, right? If you know that person is your loving mother, protecting mother, is God himself, God herself, right? It changes, right? It's like if you notice the one holding, it changes what she holds, right? So these four things she's holding is in, in this co collection is given a different, this type of interpretation. Come on. Smoke. We're out of. You have that. There's a big thing of ghee behind you, I think. Pour a little bit. Somebody made very nice ghee for that. The ghee helps reduce smoke a little bit. So the first is bittihara. Bitti is something like bhaya, uh, uh, means uh, uh, worry, fear, anxiety. So fear, right? And hara is either destroyer or taker. It comes from uh, some a word that can has expanded into being these both things. She who removes our fear or who takes our fear. This is the on this this hand abhaya mudra. Right, uh, fear giving mudra, or here, here it's called bittihara mudra. This is being described. She was one hand, doesn't mention her hands, but in the cluster, you, we obviously mentioned the four things. So, this is not uh, a blessing or like that. This is the one who she's destroying those who are approaching her, she's destroying all the causes of fear, right? And you destroy the cause of the fear. Sometimes the best way to destroy is to destroy the one causing the fear. Right. Sometimes there are things, external things. Jam up, please come. Uh, 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 that is removed, but also is removing fear. Right. You know, there's something. It's like there's if something's causing fear, that thing can be removed, and you're no longer fearful. But or it destroys the quality of being fearful. Right. And the closer you get to the center, of course, the closer you get to Divine Mother, you have nothing to fear. Right. You know, you, you realize you have a very awesome, uh, uh, strong mother. Right. You don't. Uh, you know. When a child feels secure in, in the strength of its mother and father, nothing, no, no, nobody else doesn't feel scared of anything. But also, the closer you get to the center, the farther away you are from duality, 
And in the Upanishads it says there is no uh, only the consciousness of another is a cause of fear. When there is no other, fear dis- disappears. So the closer you get to the center, we're getting very intimate to the center. Not just the two, not just the four hands, but she whose hands they are, right? The the cause of fear is also overcome, destroyed, right? So it's not just don't worry, I'll I'll kick their butt. Don't worry, son. You know, <laughs> don't worry, daughter. I'll get them. <laughs> you know, the fear. Now, that could be, but I think it's something deeper in this particular presentation. So. Um, Oh, I forgot a very important name. I'll, I'll back. I'll go back to it. Pura punyavushana punyanami. We'll go back to it. Then I restarted the four hands. So Varada. Varada is a common name for this is uh, this is Abhaya Mudra or here Bitrihara uh, and this is Varada. Vara means boon, a blessing, like you know. So and uh, Varada means giver. Right, the one who gives blessings. She is the one that gives. Ble- of course, we can all please bless us to do well in school. Give us a good job. Let us find a good husband or wife. Let us uh, please make sure none of us get sick. Uh, um, uh, uh, you know, we have our list of things we want. Certain boons, right? And that's one meaning. Varada gives you gives blessings in this sense. And sometimes boon is could be you know after tremendous tapasya, one gets a deity appears in front and gives ask a boon. What varada? What varada do you want? Right, and then if you're a demon, you always ask the same thing: "Give me unlimited power, and let me never die, <laughs> let me control everybody." Control, you know, <laughs> that's always the thing, right? That doesn't always work, right? Uh, uh, a devotee hopefully will give. Like it's interesting. Somebody asks you, ask a boon. It's a very big thing. Very dangerous. If you ask anything you want, ask. Very dangerous. <laughs> right, uh, uh, not dangerous, but it sometimes reveals our foolishness. Right? There's in the Devanki Dev Mahadev videos. <laughs> who was the uh, Who was the one who? Uh, Bashmasura, I think. Yes. Bashmasura. <coughs> he does tremendous tapasya to Lord uh, Shiva, and and then he, and then he says, Shiva says, okay, your your tapasya has pleased me. Ask a boon. What 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 do you want? Okay. And he says, oh, I don't know what I want. You've done ten thousand years of difficult tapasya. You have to think of something, right? We have to think. I forgot. Well, the reason I did this, right? People always making fun of me because I'm foolish. Right, so I want to. I want to. I want something so powerful, become so powerful. I can punish those who think I'm foolish. What boon should I get for that? He started thinking like this, right? And Shiva goes, "You could ask for a boon of not being foolish." <laughs> no, 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 no. We have to get them. You know, like, you know, like a foolish person doesn't stop me. <laughs> that should be the first boon is not being foolish, right? And so the thing is that with even these boons that we, that, of course, all of our prayers. Some of them are very foolish prayers, you know, and uh, um, <coughs> people do tapasya to get boons that are very foolish. But sometimes, like if somebody asks you, ask a boon. <coughs> sometimes the boon would be uh, uh, would reveal our foolishness, right? <coughs> reveal what type of boon we ask. But so. Here is an intimate group of names. The, the, uh, here is like what you really want. I can give you, right? So if like, you have, like for instance, I know somebody who once saw to ask that person, uh, a known person here, uh, yeah, very senior swam, uh, sadhu in the tradition. He came up to us and he says, uh, "Ask a boon of me." Very weird thing for a sadhu to ask, but ask a boon. Right? And that person asked, "May I always, may I never give up my spiritual life?" That's a good boon. 
Or never, or let me let me be a devotee my whole life. That's a good book. He says, okay, let it be so. Whether he had the power to give that blessing, who knows, right? But it's not a bad blessing to ask, you know. So if if, if Ma can give any blessing, so here is Varada. We should know what to ask. She removes fear and she grants what we really want. There's a wish. For, there's a. So we've talked about the Kalpataru even in, in the Kamadenu, the wish fulfilling cow or the wish fulfilling tree. And it says, God is a tree under which any fruit can be gotten. The problem, if you go to an apple tree, you'll get apples. And you go to a plum tree, you'll get plums only, right? No guarantee. But if you're going to get anything from that tree, it's going to be apples or plums, you know, those trees. Uh, but you have to wait. You have to raise the tree. You have to sit there long enough to, to, until you get fruit. And then how do you get them? Well, you can either wait until they drop, or you can shake the tree or climb up and pick them. There's different ways to get fruit. Kali is described as a wish fulfilling means she, any fruit can be given. Right? In the Chand, in the um, Devi Devi Gita, the opening of the Devi Gita, uh, a great another great demon, uh, uh has taken birth, and uh, he can only be with the boon he got was he can only be killed by the the uh, uh, the natural born son of Shiva. And Shiva is an ascetic in, in mourning in the, in the Himalayas. Sati has died. And so Shiva doesn't have a wife, what to speak of a, a child, therefore he figured he's basically immortal. He, he did pretty good. I just gave away a lot of the storyline for Devon Kedev Mahadev. Forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <coughs> so what they do, they, they go and they do, they go into the Himalayas and they do tapasya to get a boon. Right? They do puja and nyasas and havens and all the things that we do like that. And then Ma comes, beautiful thing, says, ask a boon. And, and, but the, the problem is, and actually, when they when they're suffering, they don't know what to do. They go first to Lord Brahma. Brahma then takes them to Lord Vishnu, and Vishnu tells them, "You see something like that, maybe Shiva, like this." He says, "Why are you asking me?" Right? He says, "Don't you know the Divine Mother is a wish fulfilling tree? Go to her. Anything you ask her, she can give you. Any fruit. This is a small fruit. This is not much, right?" So, the, so when she came and asked a boon, and they say, "Oh, you know, seeing you, what can we ask?" Because she's a wish-fulfilling tree, sitting under it, you get everything. But it's not easy to sit under a wish-fulfilling tree. My mother is she's Panama, she's Pavitra, right? She, she's all good. She's all divine qualities. So the closer you get, the more pure, naturally the purer you become. By the time you see her, it means you're right there. You've reached an incredible level of purity, ideally, right? And therefore, what can you ask? You know, so this is a, so the boon she's giving. She, she, we can from afar go, Ma, please, you know, help me do this. Okay, maybe she'll help us. Maybe, right? If our karmas allow it, and her and like this, she she can give the blessing to help us. Uh, but if we're very close and we face to face with her, you can't ask foolish things. Right? You're already at a certain level of purity. Right? The the real boon is giving what we what we discussed was desire at the beginning, what we really want. What we're actually after, we're actually hankering. So, bhitihara, varada, karga, kanga, palani. Kanga here is karga, the same, it means sword. Now we switch to the side, right? So, you be thinking of the sword is death, destruction, uh, like, like that. Here it's karga palani, right? She, she protects us with her protecting sword. She who holds the sword of protection. Or she who protects us with a sword. I don't know how are you, you know. Pal means protect. 
like uh, Gopala, the protector of cows, Digpala, the protection of the the protectors of the of the directions, like that. This type of uh, uh, meaning, right? So Kargapala, she who protect, she holds, or she who is, or holds, or has the sword of protection. So it's no longer just general death and destruction is part of material the, uh, the ravages of time and 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 destiny right which is part obviously one of the meanings of her sword but it's now it's being wielded for us right uh, it's an important part so she's there to protect so she'll protect us again like one like the one who removes fear she, she can remove fear by removing the thing that causes fear or removing the sense of duality that causes fear right so destroys fear not the one that we're in fear of so similarly the sword could protect us against something or it can protect us in in, in, in a more significant way right and so some translations will even put in the translation of this name right uh, the sword of discrimination although it doesn't say it says protection not discrimination but discrimination is a big protection if we know what are we to protect when we, we think of our discernment is a new translation we've been sometimes thinking uh, discrimination has some negative term in the English language although it's an important idea but when we think of discerning or is between the uh, talker says the real the smoky and the non-smoky you okay you can adjust if you need <coughs> it's also a windy day um, uh, between the 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 real and the unreal or the substantial and the insubstantial Real and unreal, that's a weird thing. What's unreal? I'm thinking, what, what does it mean by real? Like, or the permanent and the temporary, right? Or the good and the bad, or the merit producing and the sin producing, right? The, you know, uh, heaven opening or heaven closing. I mean, you can go with hell, hell produce, hell earning or hell not. I mean, you can, you can see the difference. We, we, what is it? Legal and not legal. It can be even that simple. <laughs> Right, moral and immoral. We have the, 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 that's very to know that will protect us. The problem is we don't think about these things. We go after we do things that are will cause suffering instead of happiness, right? We do things that cause confusion instead of clarity, right? Uh, we go after the impermanent, the changing instead of the permanent and the unchanging. We go f after the finite instead of the infinite, right? So uh, uh, and because of that, because we're not clear, then we suffer. Right, uh, you know, uh, we uh, and 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 all our suffering starts. So the sword of it could be, you know, don't I'll protect you. I have a sword. I'll get them. Don't worry, my dear. You know, <laughs> Ananda, don't worry. I got a sword. I got your back. Yes. Way bigger than that, right? Or here's the sword of your own discrimination. Be careful <laughs> and think before acting. Think before thinking. Think before thinking, even. You know, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. Not only to discern between the the good and the bad, the auspicious and inauspicious, the uh, permanent and the impermanent, substantial and insubstantial, but also then to try to get the substantial, to avoid the to 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 do the good, not do the bad. To do the there's another thing. There's an other things in the world of duality like this that we have to different levels of sadhana and sadhaks require the sword differently. Sometimes it's it's not only between the good and the bad, and the sometimes it's between the useful and the useless. There's many things that are fine. They may be real. They may be substantial, but they're not helpful, right? In our spirit, some some things you have to give up in our own spiritual life. Sometimes we have to give certain things. It may not be useful anymore. 
That could also that's also a good discrim- a very powerful discrimination. To hold on to something that's not useful is also dangerous. To hold on to something that's no longer good can maybe dangerous. You know, so that's an, another good use of this this uh, uh, discerning intelligence, a sort of wisdom, right? Kargapalini. Uh, uh. Also, another thing is in in uh, 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 the Bhakti Amrita, uh, no, Vaishnava text, uh, uh, nectar of instruction. Upadeshamrita, Jiva Goswami, Rupa Goswami, I forget, but there's a nice verse. And one of them is that we have to avoid, a serious sadhak has to, part of it is avoid wasting time, right? And so one of the things, avoid wasting time, is to avoid endeavoring for things that are very difficult to get. And this is interesting because obviously God's also difficult to get. That's not what's meant. Not that we have to work, we have to do anything. We need to work, you know. But sometimes we've discussed it. You work so hard, and what you get is actually not that useful. You put so much attention. Like you want to buy something, you want you buy buy a new car when you don't need a really expensive car. You want a really expensive car, right? So you work so much, and then you're in so much in debt. Right, it costs so much to fix it and to insure it, and then somebody bangs into it. It costs so much, you know. <laughs> and really, a simpler car could have suited your needs, right? Uh, so that's how much time, money, effort is 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 in a certain sense wasted. As you get closer to the center, naturally, your needs would be na- your 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 use of time, energy, money. Uh, it becomes uh, more careful, right? This could also be a way of this protecting sword. Right. So I like this. I, this I, I mean, you can see that the sword of wisdom, the sword of discernment, discrimination has. Can, we can you can apply it to. Ev- we need to apply discernment and wisdom and intelligence to every aspect of our life. You know, not just between uh, um, Brahmin and non-Brahmin or something like that. Either that's the big one that we have to between the real and the unreal. Whatever those big ideas mean, we can start. We're not going to be able to use that. The say, talk Sri Ramakrishna said, if you can't. If you can't take care of salt, you won't be able to take care of sugar. There's a line, right? So, uh, so if you can't, with this, you, you, Chakra said, with the same mind, you're going to real the the, the the same mind you're doing your accounting with, the same mind you're going to realize God with. There's no second mind, right? So, uh, therefore, we should we have to apply that same mind we're going to we're going to apply to the, the the details, the simple details of life with that same training and carefulness. We're going to apply it to the bigger things of this between the object and the subject. Between the knower and the known, between the permanent, I mean, the, on the, the higher principles of the highest ech- echelons of, 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 of uh, the internal world of, 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 of sadhana. So, Kargapalini, uh, what time is it? And then skipping, I'll go back to the name uh, 127, we'll end on that. But I'm going to go to the first nine of uh, verse 19. Ndre munda hasta shasta cha, and also munda hasta hasta shasta. She holds a munda. That means the severed head, right? What is that munda? Ndre munda means a human head, right? So it's not a demon. You usually think, oh, she holds a demon's head and a corpse's head. And we have all this type of. And she, there's names like that to describe it. It's not like we're, you know, with a big mustached, mustached demon, you know. The bigger the mustache, the bigger the demon, you know, she killed in the, in the symbolic of the, of the, of the, um, of, 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 of the, of the, um, iconography. But, so, often she sees, oh, she's holding the, the head of a demon or something. 
or or, rep, or represents just uh, head of a corpse, right? And corpse is all kind of meaning we just got. But here, nirimunda, hastas, hastas, something like that. So we can give so many meanings, but we have human heads, right? That's our our the one thing we seem to have in common. We this whole thing, our whole world seems to be. Uh, projected in the inside of our skull, in our frontal cortex, you know, frontal lobe of some sort. We create this whole world, our whole existence. The vault of the sky is not the vault of the sky; it's the vault of our own brain, the vault of our own skull, right? So it's this could be interpreted if we were to give this, inter- if give be bold to give interpretations to she who is beyond thought and conception, is that this it could be the, the 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 going beyond even our human nature, right? Uh, um, uh, human construction, human tendencies, human. Um, uh, our Guruji, he had a poem that says, uh, "Arise from animality, cross the realm of humanity, taste immortality, dance in the f- most field of felicity." Is one of his famous lines. We have to say we, we have to we have to go beyond our animal nature. That's what I, but we also have to go beyond our human nature, and uh, taste our divine nature, right? So this is one thing as a transcendent and and. Some of the symbolism of in, in, of the animal sacrifice is pashubali means the, the going beyond our animal nature, right? And then there's uh, uh, in the uh, Kapurari Stotram it describes the this is a very symbolic thing, but it describes you have to the the, fa- the six types of animals that should be sacrificed, right? There's goats, there's um, goat, uh, 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 buffalo, camel, cat, pig. And one more, I'm forgetting. Chicken? Something like this, right? Not that we should make this place all bloody with this type no. of sacrifice, right? But we should make this place all bloody with this type of sacrifice by understanding. And it gives the interpretation. Give goat is lust, right? Uh, 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 um, the big one. Oh. Buffalo is uh, anger. Then it's like lust, anger, greed, jealousy, pride. The Kama, Krova, Loba, you know, those tra- tra- traditional six are described like that. So these things have to be overcome. The Pashubali means to destroy our Pashu, our beastly nature. We have to go beyond that. Nothing wrong, we have a human, we have a body, and we have our body needs and body desires. But these, the problem is that these should not control us, right? They're the, they're the situation we find ourselves in, we have to deal with them intelligently, right? But they should not be in control, right? But so. The crown and glory of God's creation, according to most people's view. Here we are, human beings, right? Right. Wow. Crown and glory of God's creation. We've done a lot of great work with this crown and glory of God's creation. Right? We poisoned everything, killed everything, you know, uh, enslaved everybody else, you know, you know, uh, separated wealth from... I mean, you can say that we've done a great job of being the crown and glory of God's creation, you know. So human nature hasn't been that great, actually. <laughs> right? Human, actually, human beings in many ways are much worse than animals. Animals at least just behave like animals, right? They follow in, mostly instinct, mostly the desire seems to be mostly instinctual, right? Some, uh, from our perspective, who knows, from their perspective, they're probably saying the same thing about us, you know, and it's probably, they're probably right. <laughs> Most human behavior is just bad human instincts, you know. Right, uh, uh, Swami Gyanananda, he was talking, he, he was from uh, late Swami Gyanananda, he says, oh, I overheard two dogs, street dogs, on the street today. Right? One of them was telling the other, you better be good, otherwise you'd be born as a human. Right? <laughs> like from their perspective, human beings behave very badly, you know, especially to street dogs. <laughs> from their perspective, they're the, they're no, the natural enemy. 
Right, and also he made the line that no no dog will behave, no animal will behave with ingratitude like humans will. You know, with the same type of vindictiveness. They may not forget, but there's a difference. You know, so there, I mean, I'm not trying to build uh, accusation, uh, but human beings also, greed you say, are the crown and glory of God's creation, because in our present nervous system, even a simple thing is our upright spine. Right, which seems to be required for a certain type of meta, uh, at least symbolically symbolic of an upward flowing meditation. We can go beyond nature. Uh, Hun, uh, you know, Guruji wrote a bunch of uh, Guruji wrote a small book called the Wise the Wise Monkey. Right, a very cute little story, and it was mostly he a, a monkey meets a yogi, and they have a conversation. And mostly it's the monkey talking and the yogi asking, you guys do so good, tell me about this, why do you do this? It's about natural living, about eating healthy, about natural behavior, about you know being in tune with nature. Very good. The, most of the book is for that purpose, right? how to live a natural life. Being, look at our teas, we're mostly vegetarian. He uses the, the like this, right? Uh, 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 and, but then, the, then the, the monkey goes, but Maharaj, right? Uh, please tell me, I, ha- I also have a question. It says, and then it, although we we live by nature, we abide by nature, right? We are bound by nature. Right? That's a great line. You please, you please tell me your wisdom by which you can be free from nature, right? You know, the problem is we don't, we're not free from nature, and we don't abide by nature. We unnatural. Unnatural is not the same thing as transcendental, right? To the other side of it, right? You have to go beyond. You know, so so, so you have to. So Guruji's poem. Uh, arise from animality, cross the realm of humani- humanity, right? Uh, a taste, and then he t- taste the immortality. Then he talks about meditation, about we're not the body, we're not this. You know, he goes. The real use of the human species, the human intelligence, is it seems from the human perspective, from our perspective, uh, that in the human species we can transcend even the human species. We can go beyond ourselves. Her name is uh, uh, Parama. She's beyond, right? And she's Paramgati. She is the ultimate goal. We can find the ultimate goal beyond all goals. So this is uh, the remover of fear, the granter of boons, the one who holds a protecting sword of discernment, and who holds a severed human skull. I think important about the human skull. Next week we can go into because uh, uh, then it gets it, it goes from there and it blasts off. Because I'll give you a hint: the next name. The next name is Chinamasta. Right, so then it's, it's not even she holds a human skull. Whose skull is she holding? Mm-hmm. Right, so it gets very deep. <laughs> right, this name is because the, none of the um, um, uh, all the section is describing Dakshinakali. Right, then it shoves Chinamasta. It's not her iconography. It's not her cluster of names. They come other pl- they're spread throughout. There's a meaning I think why it's stuck in here. Right, if if not only to go beyond human nature, what does that mean? It's also. Chinnamasta, because we know she holds her own skull, she cuts off her own head. But Chinnamasta is she who holds her own head, right? It's like it's your own. It's our own. We have to transcend our own nature to go beyond. I mean, there's many things we'll go into that maybe next week. But the name I forgot, that I don't want to forget, right? Is very about this punya business, right? Punya nami, she whose name is meritorious, right? That's an important one. So, so the way you get so all this, she's. Uh, the giver of merit, she is merit, she resides in the land of merit, she's a dispenser of merit, all this type of st- uh, this stuff. Here it says, but she, her saying her name gives merit. Changing her name changes karmas. That's the thing, right? It changes everything, right? She's also pavitra. She's pure. 
right? So by saying punya namish, you could say pavitra nami. You could say pura punya bibhushana nami. You can say any any one of these and add nami to it, right? Her name is none different from her. That's one of the important points, right? And therefore, all these qualities they're all in her name, right? And so her name is a way of generating punya, not just literally punya. It changes karma. It can destroy bad. The Holy Mother said that just by japa. Our previous the karmas are destroyed, right? But most of us aren't doing japa just to destroy karma. That's not a very high ideal, right? But we want to be pure, right? So that we we are chanting for purity, right? We know that that the highest name, the highest chanting of name, is called shudanam, right? When you say God's name purely, right? And when we're pure and the name is pure, and you connect the two, then something amazing happens. Then it becomes darshan. Right, you know, uh, that every name of God is a full revelation, a full realization of God. It says that in the scriptures. We have to believe it. But we don't. We say it, and we don't see anything happening. We go Kali, Kali, Krishna, Krishna, Krishna. Right, and here we are, still here. Right, but we're not. Ju- something may have happened that we didn't see. Right, in the Chandi, when this huge mass of of, of demons attacks Kali, she goes whom, and whoosh, they're all burnt in a second. Right. So just now I said whom, and we may chant mantras that have these like equivalent mantra and whom, some other mantra like that. Right. We don't know what 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 armies of demons have been destroyed, what armies of karmas have been destroyed without us knowing. Right. She's her uh, her name is punya, uh, producing. It's punya itself. It changes karmas. We don't see what it does. One time somebody asked Holy Mother, oh, Holy, somebody who's a disciple of Holy Mother, it's not your mantra is not working. So what it says, it's not, I, I chant and chant, and still I can't control my mind. I get no bliss and I don't control my mind. And my mind's just as distracted as before. This is assuming the mantra is not working because he's not concentrated without distraction. Perhaps the mantra isn't for concentration. Right? And nobody says a mantra is to give you concentration. You concentrate on the mantra because it's an effective way of meditation. Right? But concentration isn't the goal. The mantra is the goal. Right? So Holy Mother says, you don't know what it's doing, say it anyways. It's doing what it's supposed to do. Every name is purifying, right? Maybe one day when enough impurities have been removed, you can say it with concentration, right? And then it's even more powerful, perhaps, right? You know? And then the uh, Thakur gives an example many times of like, you know, whether you're, you uh, jump into a lake or pushed into a lake, you're going to get wet, right? So God's name is like this. Better jump into the lake, go swimming, you know, do it consciously. You know, the more, then you can say, oh, there's a lake, I'm dirty, I'm going to go take a bath. Then you do everything consciously better. But consciously, unconsciously, no matter what, there's benefit. More benefit is almost devotion, with concentration, with good habits, with good behavior, good, good, <laughs> good satsang, everything like that. These things are helpful to make it faster. Yeah, but the name is, she is a beautiful name, Punyanami. She whose name is uh, auspicious or meritorious <coughs> and not just merit as opposed to demerit she's the ultimate uh, the ultimate because these names are too intimate to, to leave it at that level right they just say oh she's good karma instead of bad karma and happiness instead of misery now this is what we really want the real cause of fear is duality what we really want is union with the absolute this is we have to we have to interpret it it's stuck right here this the her name is the, the thing that will give us that uh, the, the real transformative elixir punya so puta pavitra parama para punya vibhushana punya nami 
Pitihara, Varada, Kanga, Palini. And then Nrimunda, Hasta Shasta, Cha. And then uh, Chenamasta, Sunashika. Dakshina, Shyamala, Shama, Shanta, Pinona, Pinona, Tastani. Something like that. I didn't practice that first. <laughs> Uh, anyway, thank you for your kind attention. Uh, it was an interesting uh, discussion. Um, we'll continue. I, looking at these names, I got very excited. And usually I don't look forward. I, like, I just download a whole bunch and put them so I can say, oh, they're really good. Yeah, so I don't want to break. I think maybe next year, maybe part of it, then we'll, uh, while I'm inspired, we'll, we'll see these names. And when I gain a little juice, I will go back to the Bhagavatam. I get different. I get a different type of juice, but sometimes it doesn't always. I, I, you you start running in one direction and you no, no, no okay let me do it you, you lose steam <laughs> so uh, what's that yeah, yeah well these well Chinamas is the next name you can't leave that for two weeks <laughs> 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 that's a, it's just on a practical level it's not it's cruel <laughs> just for that it's cruel you know uh, anyways Jai Makali Jai Makali Jai Makali. <laughs>